0: Hey, good morning Hope College. Um, welcome this morning. It is my sincere pleasure to introduce you um, a sister in Christ, Vivian Mabuni. And Vivian has spent most of her life ministering to college students in California, um, but she's a new fan of Michigan, and so hopefully she'll just come back to see us. Yes, she's got it. Um, Vivian now spends most of her time writing. She has a couple of books published. She's a sought-after speaker, and we're blessed to have her. And she loves connecting with folks like you on Instagram. So look her up and welcome her this morning, Vivian. Thank you, Jen. All right, good morning Hope College. Uh, what a beautiful campus, a beautiful day, and I'm freezing, <laughs> Southern California. Um, Honored honor to be with you this morning. I love to teach from the Bible, and so if you have your Bibles, turn with me to John 15, that's where we're gonna start off, all right? John 15, chapter one, verse one, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Uh, Jesus in 14, 15, 16 and 17, if you have a red letter Bible, those are all of Jesus's words. And I love teaching from these particular chapters because these are the most important words that Jesus knew he needed to pass on to his closest disciples before he went to the cross. So we do well as followers of Christ to to invest time reading and in chapter 15 he talks about abiding. He talks about being the true vine and we often think of vine, branches, fruit and we focus on the fruit and we want our lives to have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, Galatians 5.22. We want our lives to have um, impact and ministry to be overflowing and abundant and fruitful. The truth is The secret of the Christian life is to abide. He is the true vine. The source is not how much is in our bank account. The source is not our season and stage in life. The source is not relationships or other people's opinions. The source is not your education. The source is Jesus. And we get it all flipped around when we think that the blessing is the fruit. The fruit is just a mere byproduct of just being abiding in the vine, so I want to encourage you to seek the source. He is the source. Jesus is the true vine. The Father is the vine dresser, and vine dressers, if you know, have expertise in in all things vineyardy. So our next door neighbor, Papa John, Italian, big pasta belly, uh, told my husband about how to prune our our grape in our backyard. It rained in California, which is a very rare thing, and we had this bumper crop of bowls and bowls of fruit, and uh, Papa John came and cut off five and six feet branches of what had previously produced tons and tons of grapes. And the Chinese in me is going, yeah, this does not make sense, like counterproductive to prune. And yet that is something that God does in our lives. He prunes us. In the pruning process, is part of the Christian life, hard times will come. And I had been teaching a Bible study and living a particularly fruitful time. My youngest had gone to school full time and so I'd started my seminary degree, joined an executive um, ministry team, serving, doing some really incredible work with college students, everything was going awesome. I'm leading this women's Bible study, it's October, and one of the women shared with me about this Asian Martha Stewart that was, lived in her neighborhood. And this Asian Martha Stewart had her whole life perfectly together and she always looked so beautiful and her home was spotless and her children were so perfect and everything about her life was flawless. And then this woman was diagnosed with breast cancer and um, naturally everyone wanted to help and she was not a follower of Christ and she had always been the strong one so she just refused the help. She goes, no, 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 I'll be fine, I'll be fine and uh, she went through her cancer treatments and her body started to fall apart, and she could not hold her perfect world together. And then tragically, this woman took her own life. And she left behind her two kids and her husband, and I sat there, we were meeting in a food court, and it was like everything froze, and God had my total attention. He's like, Viv, you do not know this Asian Martha Stewart, but you're just like her. You like being the strong one. You like helping others. You have difficulty letting people in. And so I, I agreed, and I'm like, God, you're right. So I purpose right here, right now, if anything like this ever happens to me, I will let people in. And I had no idea, this was October, God used this moment to prepare me, because in December I had found a lump, gotten the mammogram, gotten the ultrasound, and then had to get a core biopsy, and I was waiting, for the test results and so I texted three of my closest friends and I said I need you to meet me at my Starbucks, because I have my own Starbucks. Everyone meets there. (laughs) But I said I need you to meet me at my Starbucks. So they met me at my Starbucks without knowing the outcome of the diagnosis at that point. I didn't know if it was just false alarm or if it was really something serious but they came and they gifted me with the present of presence, in that they knew that they didn't need to fix situation. They didn't have to quote Bible verses with me. They could just be with me and sit with me. So there is a difference between transparency and vulnerability. Transparency is sharing hard things that you've gone through and some of the lessons that you've learned. And college students love authentic. And so doing college ministry, I had learned to do transparency and share with all y'all about hard things I had learned and you know lessons I had learned. Vulnerability is raw in real time with no lessons learned, and I had difficulty with vulnerability. And so, in choosing to allow my friends into that very vulnerable spot with no just absolute complete bewilderment, was a step in God actually meeting me in the same way. So. We waited, it rained in California, which it never happens, and it was raining so hard, the rain was kind of coming in sideways, and it was stormy, and we waited through that whole weekend, and it was just, there was so much angst inside me, waiting for the test results, waiting for the test results. And then Monday came, waited all day, no call, no call, finally the call comes, I took the call in the garage, and um, the doctors got on the call, and she goes, I'm so sorry, you have invasive lobular carcinoma. those were three words I'd never heard before. So I pulled out a gas receipt and a pen, and I'm trying to make the ink go. And I'm like, excuse me, what? She goes, you have breast cancer. So I was just stunned. And then my husband walks um, in through the door. I hear the garage door um, open up. And those of you that were at the gathering last night know that my husband's very strong, right? (laughs) Um, So he comes in. I get out of the car, and I look at him. doctor says it's cancer, and I just fell into his arms and just started sobbing. He took those big old Jean Valjean arms and he just <laughs> wrapped his arms around me and he prayed. And it was pretty simple. He just said, God, we don't know what's going on or what's happening and we're kind of scared, but would you, would you please help us? We want to trust you. Um, help us know that you're here. And so we finished praying, and our garage door has these little windows over the garage door. And in that very moment, when we opened our eyes, a sunbeam came and just softly landed right where we stood. And it was like the Lord saying, I am here. I'm with you. I will walk with you through this time. Every time I circle around the sun, the older I get, I realize that hard times will come. That is part of living in a fallen world. And sometimes our hard times come because of dumb things that we do. Truth be told, um, dumb things that I do, and I experience the consequences of those things. But sometimes hard times just come because we live in a fallen world. And so there are a few things that I want to leave you with, as we, as I, as you are here this morning. First is that God is real, and His love is tender, and it is fierce. And he is not threatened in any way by our authenticity, but in our hard times we have a choice how we're gonna respond. And I actually had a really close friend that was diagnosed with cancer and she was just mad at God. Um, And that's perfectly fine, he can take that. But he also gives us a way to draw near to him in those hard times. And we also were meant to go through the Christian life in community. We were never meant to do it alone. And as I went through my cancer journey, I started reading the Bible different. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfect of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, on and on, right? Memorized it, taught Bible studies. I read that as a very individualistic couple verses. My, my eyes, the race, my sin, all of that. And after I went through this cancer journey, and after allowing people to be with us in this journey, I read, therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author of our faith. It was meant to be lived in community. We get to know the true vine when we go through hard times. Um, we were praying, and it's amazing. Your faculty and staff here at Hope College are incredible. Those of you who are checking it out, great campus. Um, we were praying this morning. We were praying through Psalm 23. And it's kind of interesting. If you take Psalm 23, which is so familiar, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. He, lay, he, he lays me down in green pastures and leads me besides the waters, blah, blah, blah. He turns into you, your rod, your staff. They comfort me in the valley of the shadow of death. So rather than just an intellectual understanding of God, this personal, intimate understanding of God happens in the hard times. So I have two sons and a daughter, and so it was testosterone festival in my house for many, many years. <laughs> then my daughter came along, and I'm like, yes, thank you. She likes to go with me in places and do things that my sons never did. Anyway. When I brought her home from the hospital, I prayed three things for her pretty consistently. I prayed that she would have good friends. I prayed that she would have good mentors. I prayed that she would have a well-tended soul. Day after day, I'm praying that. Finally, about five or six years old, she goes, Mommy, why do you keep praying to mentors into my life? <laughs> Mother of the year. Uh, but these three things, I realize that my daughter is going to go through hard times. That is just without, is guaranteed. But with good friends and with mentors and with a well-tended soul that is abiding in the true vine, she's going to make it. You and I are going to make it. And so I'm going to pray those three things for you as you go out this week. Let me pray. Father, thank you so much for every single, um, men and women here this morning. Thank you that it's not an accident that we, our paths have crossed in seven billion people on this planet this morning today. And I pray for each and every one of them that you would bless them with good friends. And that even in these years at Hope College that you would provide community in really significant ways that would help each of them to go the distance with you. I pray that you would provide mentors for them, older students and faculty and staff and volunteers that would help for us to just continue to fix our eyes on you together. And I pray for a well-tended soul. I pray that we would be rooted in you, Jesus, because ultimately the fruit is not the blessing. It's a byproduct. You are the blessing. And I pray that we would know that in our bones and in our heart and our soul and that we would love you most of all. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Have a great week.